Clutch Up, a prop betting podcast. Welcome to Clutch Up, a prop betting podcast. I'm your host, Big Amo. How are you doing? I'm excited to say I've got two guests this week. We're covering the Bills versus the Ravens, which should be a very, very good game. Anyway, on with the show. And we've got Charlie back after a very successful weekend looking at the Colts versus the Bills. This week, me and Charlie are going to look at the Bills versus the Ravens. Charlie, how are you? I'm very well, Ammo. Thanks for having me back. And uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad a weekend. Well, I think last week, was it? four out of four suggestions uh, was a very good uh, weekend above all, I think. But yes, tremendous. Tremendous. Yeah. Yeah, and this weekend's yeah, this weekend's game. I mean, both teams came through. You know, I would say close scares last week. Um, there was some dubious play calling from the Colts, uh, which I think cost them victory uh, against the Bills, who won a close one by three points. Indianapolis, as you know, turned down a kickable field goal in the second quarter, which would have given them a thirteen-seven lead. And then your mate Blankenship missed a kickable field goal. And instead of going for a point after, you know, the touchdown uh, later in the game, they went for two unsuccessfully. So that's seven points they left on the pitch and they ended up losing by three. So bad play calling cost the Colts there. The Ravens, well, they needed an interception in the, late in the fourth quarter to secure their seven point win over the Titans, who themselves were left to rue some dubious play calling. But that was last week. This is this week, and it promises to be a fascinating battle between the uh, the Ravens and the Bills, and I'm really looking forward to it. And to add to the drama, the weather forecast in Buffalo is for snow early on Saturday before the game. Uh, I don't know about you, Ammo, but I remember the Bills beating the Colts in a low-scoring game in very heavy snow during the um, 2017 season a few years back. Both teams that day threw for less than 100 yards, and they relied on the running game. A hell of a lot, and that could well be the case this weekend. And if that is the case, then it'll certainly benefit Baltimore, who average, wait for this, they average 243.1 rushing yards a game since the start of December. Now, that obviously coincides with Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson returning to full fitness following his bout with COVID-19. And if Baltimore watched the Bills-Colts game closely last week, like I did, they'll have noticed how much success Indianapolis had running the ball to their left-hand side and Buffalo's right-hand side. The Colts ran the ball six times for 93 yards in the fourth quarter and 85 of those 93 yards came on the four runs to the left-hand side. So I would expect Baltimore to make to take advantage of that. Um, it's been documented that Lamar Jackson hasn't played in the snow, but I don't think that will have too much of a bearing on this game. Jackson, we saw, produced the best run of the playoffs so far that leveled the game 10-all just before halftime with that 48-yard touchdown, which will live long in the memory of anybody who saw it. But let's not discount the Bills. They can also run the ball, but the loss of running back Zach Moss for the rest of the season is a major blow to their hopes of reaching the Super Bowl. That puts the onus on Bills quarterback Josh Allen, who led the team with 54 yards on 11 carries and that all-important five-yard touchdown run that swung momentum Buffalo's way last week before halftime. With all that in mind, my first bet ammo is for Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson both to rush for a touchdown, which is priced at 4.4 to 1 with Betfair. So a £10 bet returns £44.10 in their same game multi option. Individually, Jackson is evens, while Allen is 6-5 to to be any time scorer. 
What appeals to you, Amo? Well, I've got plenty of options. As you said, these, it's a fascinating game. It's potentially the best game of the weekend as well. There is so many sorts of permutations around what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. We saw that the Bills last week, as predicted, uh, they allowed the Colts to rush on them. We knew this because that's where we were on uh, the uh, Jonathan Taylor overs. But they're going to have to adapt somehow this week because they can't allow, as you said, the the amount of yards that the Ravens are, are gathering on the on the ground is is is, is, is ridiculous. Really, it's, it's it really is ridiculous. It is. What, what was it? Two hundred and forty three point one rushing yards per game since the start of December. Buffalo can't can't concede with that. If they get anywhere near that, it's it's going to be sort of game over. So they're going to have to adapt a little bit. There's a the possibility that what they're going to do, they're either going to stack the box. There's a, there is the chance that they might sort of bring down the bring down the safeties to cover each of the sides, the left side and the right side, which will help them to sort of contain the run. But they've got this huge problem. If Lamar breaks through, like he did last week when he got his 48-yard touchdown out of nowhere... No, no one's stopping him. No yeah. one's going to stop him. If, if he gets through the first initial line, it's going to be really tough. I think that how the Ravens are going to possibly adapt this week, we saw a lot of Edwards and the rushing game last week, which was detriment to our Dobbins over. But I think he's more of a, uh, a bar, he's a charger. He will uh, bash, he's a big bodied, he'll try and knock all of them over. Colts are a lot, had a lot more big, bigger bodies. The linebackers, apart from, of course, uh, Tremaine Edmonds, uh, are slightly smaller on the Buffalo side. So I think there's going to be more of Dobbins, more flair, more pace, more skilled, uh, organised runs. And I really like Dobbins to go over his 57 and a half line this week, which is at bet there at five to six. Due to this, there's, yeah. they, 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 they are going to run. They are going to get nearly 200 yards. I can just see Dobbins getting over the 57 and a half quite comfortably with uh, his usage. At the moment, he's still getting used at 60%, even though Lamar and uh, the Gus Bush had 24 rushes last week. He's still at a high level. Talking of Lamar, I, yeah. I honestly feel sorry for the Bucks setting a line for his rush yards. Whatever it seems to be these days, just go over. I mean... On on paper, he did 136 last week and a touchdown. <clears throat> it, it's it's ridiculous. The, the uh, it is Betfair have have tried the best. They've sort of put out a, a figure of 75 and a half. He's going over that. He's going over that. He's, he's going to be. He is their main weapon. He, he is going to be. His first look is: is there a gap? Can I run into it? unless it's a specific rushing play, which is going to get Dobbins or Gus Bus. And then he might have an afterthought, mm, you know what, I might pick out Andrews. No, there's a gap. I'm still going. So before, before you know it, he will get 70. Yeah, it doesn't make mathematical sense uh, not betting on the over 75 and a half. I'd be very surprised if Buffalo all of a sudden come up with this new defensive plan to slow Lamar down after the whole season. All they wanted to do is have teams rush on them. It doesn't make too much of a sense. Yeah, he could cover that in the first half. And it was only a few weeks ago, I think, that Baltimore rushed for 404 yards in a game. So we could see something similar to that. And um, just going back to, to 
Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen both scoring touchdowns um, this season. I've been keeping an eye on this because I think it's a fascinating side of the game. The way the league is uh, transforming, 38 quarterbacks have rushed for a total of 126 touchdowns this season, which is an all-time record. So you can tell how the league is is moving forward. Quarterbacks no longer are paid to sit in the pocket and, and fling out their passes. They have to be able to adjust and use their legs to keep plays alive, keep drives alive. And when the opportunity presents itself, find the end zone. So I'm expecting that total to be increased this weekend, especially with Allen and Jackson. But yeah, I agree with the um, I agree with everything you said with the um, the Baltimore game. And yeah, it, it promises to be a fascinating battle. And um, good luck, Buffalo, trying to stop it. But on the other side, I, I do like Buffalo. Buffalo have been well. Josh Allen's been. Uh, second to none, he's been fantastic. He's uh, currently cu- uh, rated one of the top three quarterbacks in the league. He has got skills. That The main difference is his, his accuracy. He's able to adjust his accuracy from being 25th accurate quarterback last year, which they got completely dismantled in the playoffs, to now being almost the fifth best. And I think the matchups this week will possibly help them as well. Uh, we have a very big line uh, with... Um, Stefan Diggs uh, but he is getting 36% of the target share still from Allen and they're all accurate which was similar to what he had last week against the Colts and they've got an also a prolific defence there's according to Matthew Friedman on uh, Action Network Peters is going to line up against Diggs this week which I, I thought was a little bit of I, I thought Humphreys would probably take him but Humphreys got uh, taken to school last week by A.J. Brown. So maybe Peters is probably the better fit. So Humphreys will probably go and uh, shadow Beasley in the slot. I, feel, I, yeah. I wouldn't touch anything to do with Beasley this week on Daily Fantasy if that is the case, because Humphreys is one of the better cornerbacks out there. One of the good things about how um, Buffalo can attack this Ravens line is that Allen is the third best overall quarterback at uh, gaining yards when the opposition blitzes. Now, Ravens are the most blitz-heavy team, them and Tampa Bay. They blitz at 30% of the time. Now, what happens what happened this year is that Allen has got most of his touchdown against teams that blitz. He's got 18. He's also got three rushing touchdowns against blitz teams as well. He's averaging 8.8 yards, which is third overall. And he's also very, very good against man coverage, which is what Baltimore will deploy. So their cornerbacks will track them man to man. This is what uh, advantage that Diggs has had all season as well. He's able to do, because he's such a good runner, such a, an elusive route runner as well. Uh, he leads the NFL in targets, catches and receiving yards all against man coverage. So there is a huge chance that he's going to be involved in the game. It all depends, of course, on weather. Uh, yes. yeah. I, I do like I do like the, uh, Diggs is over. I think he's going to be their main threat. Brown's a very good option, but he was basically a ghost runner last week. So he used 92% of the snaps. And he didn't get a reception. He was just there for decoys, just to make sure that he was got yeah. whatever he did. So Brown will probably not, probably going to be using the same sort of vein this week. Diggs is the main threat, and I think that's how they, they're going to go aerial, regardless of what it is. But we'll see how the weather affects everything as well. Do you have any other thoughts, my friend? Yeah, 
Yeah, well, just on that, if Buffalo can lock down the Baltimore's rushing game, then, you know, um, Buffalo comes into this game ranked last in the league in passing yards per game at just 171.2 yards a game. So, Lamar, if he has to do it through the air, it suggests that he might struggle. But um, the key for Baltimore is to get the running game established early and exploit it as much as possible. A um, couple of other things. I mean, we, we touched on, you know, um, obviously the importance of this game. Baltimore, the record away from home this year, six wins from eight on the road. So they won't be afraid to go to Buffalo and uh, win this game. Incidentally, uh, both teams have played the same teams five times, common opponents, as we say. Baltimore have lost all five, while Buffalo has won three and lost two. So if you're sort of looking for a guideline as to how these teams do against the same teams they faced, there you go. Buffalo come out on top on that one. But another bet that appeals to me is the points under. Right now, the... Um, the points under is 49.5. It was 50.5, but it's now dropped one point. And uh, that's priced at 10 to 11 with Betfair. Now, that's not great value on its own. So if you do double that up with a Ravens win, it works out to be returns of £35.86 on a £10 bet with Betfair. So, um, yeah, I think points will be at a premium in this game because of the weather expected at Orchard Park. And, uh, yeah, if... Wind is a factor, then finding receivers downfield might be a struggle. And kicking field goals and extra points will be all the more difficult too. So under 50.5 looks like a good bet to me. And as we've both hinted, <clears throat> this game could go the way of Baltimore. What do you think, Amo? I'm a little bit on the fence. I like. I really like the Bills. I think that their momentum is just the same as the Ravens in this. It worries me the the way that they're going to handle, how they're going to handle the Ravens' defense, it's going to be a very close, tight game. I think the weather could come into a factor. It, but I don't want to sit. I want to say one way or the other. I like props, and one feature that I would like to sort of uh, mention to everyone on Betfair uh, for our UK, um, and it's also on Paddy Power as well because we're part of the same organization. Is the same game multi? So we've we've just picked out a couple of things that we've learned from today. So. Just for example, Baltimore on plus 10.5, Lamar Jackson over his rushing yards, Dobbins over his rushing yards, uh, alternate total points of under 56, and Lamar to score a touchdown any time. You can have all them as a parlay multi, which comes at uh, 9.22, which is 8 to 1. So, uh, so £5 of your money will get £46.12 back. It's a fantastic feature which I think is a potential um, opportunity for those who like parlays, who like doing multis, is a good way of doing it, especially because you can tease most of the lines, apart from, of course, the uh, player props. But you can incorporate player props into uh, normal uh, multis, which is a fantastic new feature. No, it is. It's, it's, it's the future, isn't it? It's, it's the next level. And um, yeah, no, it is something that I use a hell of a lot of. And um, so I'll certainly be using it again this weekend. And um, just another fascinating subplot of this fixture, this matchup is, this is the second ranked scoring offense against the second ranked scoring defense. Buffalo averaged 31.3 points per game. While Buffalo, sorry, while the, the Ravens concede 
the Ravens give up 18.9 points a game. So that's another little subplot. I know a lot has been made of the first game that's going to be on on Saturday, the Rams against the Green Bay Packers, which incidentally has the number one scoring offense against the number one scoring defense. So we're going to see the top two offenses and defenses in terms of scoring on Saturday, which makes it a fascinating prospect to watch out for. Uh, one last thing from me, I think, before we say goodbye. With the, with the, the Bills losing Moss for the whole of the potential uh, Super Bowl run, that means that Devil Singletary will be available as their only main back. Uh, I think we've got the rough understanding that I think Josh Allen will be playing most of the, doing most of the rushes uh, this week. It, his line is, is quite decent at 39.5, especially as he got 56 last week. So Josh Allen to to rush uh, if he's getting blitzed if he's if he's getting coming under a little bit of pressure as we sort of expect this uh, Baltimore defense to do uh, over thirty nine and a half might not be too bad. Nope, definitely not. Right, my friend. Well, I hope you enjoyed the game. Thank you very much for ha- for coming on. My pleasure. My pleasure, Ammo. A- absolute diamonds in there. Thank you. Uh, look after yourself, and uh, I'll catch up with you hopefully next week. Excellent. Look forward to that. Cheers, Thanks, my friend. Bye. And we've got Alfie back from last week after his fantastic performance from the Ravens and some very good leans and angles for us. Today, you're going to go over some more and your tough game against the Buffalo Bills this weekend. Alfie, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm really well, my friend. Really well. So, what have you got for us? So... The Ravens' game plan this week, like most weeks, is going to be to run the ball. Uh, The Ravens are a run-heavy team, as I touched on last week. And the Bills have the 17th-ranked defence versus the run. The Bills also have a great pass defence, so it it probably will make Jackson want to go more towards the run. Uh, you've got the likes of Tredavious White, Micah Hyde, Josh Norman, Jordan Poyer, all on... Their DBs versus the Colts. The Bills' defense gave up 5.4 yards per carry and gave up a total of 163 yards on the rush. For this week, I would think the game plan would be to give Gus Edwards the ball. He, he is a very powerful run back. And statistically, the Bills have one of the worst-ranked defenses in the NFL especially that front seven. The front seven are also known at being one of the lightest and smallest in the NFL, where you would rather go with that stronger running back than the likes of J.K. Dobbins, who's more of a finesse running back. Obviously, J.K. Dobbins is still going to do his damage when he can. In my opinion, Gus Edwards is one of the NFL's best rushers between the tackles. Is he's most effective when he's going through the heart of the defense, and his size and his aggressive play style will make him difficult to tackle. And I expect Greg Roman to call several plays that will take Gus Edwards through the heart and wear that undersized D line out. This will then lead on to Lamar. Lamar Jackson, obviously, a very mobile quarterback. And uh, 
once that defense is tired out, he can then attack on the outside or however he wants to. So I've got Gus Edwards uh, over thirty four point five rush yards. Yeah, that, I mean that's that makes complete sense. Gus was used last week. Uh, him and Lamar did over twenty four rushes between them. I mean Lamar was very got all the the headline news, I suppose, because of his fantastic touchdown. He did. He also rushed for over one hundred thirty six with a touchdown as well. Edwards is sort of in in the background thirty. Four and a half seems very short considering he is he's at 85, 60 and last week he went uh, over over 45 last week as well. So he's well in that sort of range against a, a Buffalo Bills who like to encourage teams to rush against them. You're averaging over 269 rush yards per game over the last nine games the Ravens are. So there's going to be equal opportunities for all the backs to get plenty of yards and yeah, I think you're probably quite right with the, the over 35 and a half. Do you have another one, Mike? Yeah, Mark Andrews, he he is very effective on what is known as the deep over route. So, the Bills have have lost a lot of games, well, not a lot of games, but they've they haven't had much success in teams that target the tight end. Uh, as much as Raven fans will want to rush the ball on every down, it's not possible. So Lamar is going to have to pass at times. In the 2020 regular season, the Bills gave up the fifth most fantasy points per game to tight ends. And against the Bills, teams targeted tight ends at the second highest rate and the Bills allowed the second most yards to the position in the league. Last week, Philip Rivers and the Colts found a ton of success targeting his trio of tight ends. I think they combined for 14 catches, 136 yards and a touchdown. Mark Andrews is also Lamar Jackson's primary target. And for the best chance of hitting that big play, Andrews will be running the deep crossing routes, which is what I touched on earlier on the deep over. Uh, This is a speciality of Andrews and it could lead to a reception of 20 plus yards. So I've got Mark Andrews receptions over 4.5 and his longest reception over 20.5. That makes Fabulous sense. I've also got the, the as well as your statistics with Buffalo Bills. They're averaging sixty-two point one yards per game this season. They're averaging uh, five point nine catches per receptions per game as well. So there is there is definitely scope for Andrews if he's going to be the primary throwing option for Lamar. That's definitely going to be the case. I also think with the fact that Hollywood Brown might be tied up with Tredavious White. He might be just be there as decoys. But I think that's a, a fantastic angle, my friend, for, for Andrews. Over 20 and a half, his longest reception, and over, what Four was his line again? Over 4.5. Four-point receptions. I really like them, both of them. Right, thank you very much, my friend. You've been excellent. Good luck and enjoy the game. Thank you, you too. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the match. Remember, prop betting is for now.
not just the Super Bowl. Stay safe, be lucky. It's Big Amo, signing off. Till next time. Bye.